listening to the Shattered Order Podcast. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. Doesn't like you. And Wind Killer Inc. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. We want it been. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead! This week, the quality of life for all Star Wars Galaxy of Hero players got some major updates. We'll go over all of them and gush in our excitement. Then we'll catch up with the new Sith now that we've got some good playtesting in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 34th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Hola, mi amigo. Not a lot. I am sitting here smashing down some wine, and I am just trying to improve my general quality of life, basically. What about you? I am taking a much-needed break from staring at a live stream of a giraffe waiting to have a baby. <laughs> yeah. There's this live stream from the uh, Tampa Bay Zoo, and this giraffe's been in labor for like two days straight. So it's ready to bust at any moment, and me and my wife were just watching that, waiting to see if it happened, but that poor giraffe... Is still in labor. I feel that's, bad. That's pretty intense. <laughs> My wife was like, you should just shoot me if I was in labor for two days. <laughs> Understandable. I'm like, well, wait for the babies to come out at least. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Enthralled by the smallest things, you know. But <laughs> we got some big things to be enthralled with this week, so... I'm really yeah. excited to talk about these things, so why don't we get into them? Yeah, there's a hell of a lot to discuss this week, so let's do it. <laughs> so, starting off, Quality of Life Changes videos were put out, uh, let's see, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week from, let's see, Reman from Team Skunk, Warrior from Team Instinct, Mobile Gamer, Arnold 101 and one more. Missed, uh, missed something. Yeah, I feel terrible. Yeah, I do too. I'll figure it out and I'll give them a shout out. But the uh, really cool, every day they released uh, one of the videos from one of these YouTubers and they were all given certain sections to release on their YouTube account to the general public introducing some of these changes so a really cool idea really cool videos really cool to get those things from everyday players like us to uh get put out there and i was i thought it was really cool how they did that 
What do you yep. think? I agree. I think that's that's the best way that they've mm-hmm. introduced new things so far. Far better than just talking about it on the forums or anything like that. It's nice that we can actually see it and get an idea, you know, a visual idea of what it's actually going to be. That was that was really cool. Yeah, seeing it is so much cooler than just trying to think of what it means, you know? So knowing exactly what you're looking for when it comes out and where it'll be, oh, it's it was really cool. And it's so for so long, I feel like there have been a lot of people complaining about, you know, are the devs listening to us? Do they hear everything that we're complaining about? They've been taking notes. Oh, yeah, for sure. And a lot of these things are things we've heard talked about, talked about ourselves, and bam, all in one patch, here they all come. And they went above nope. and beyond on some of these. Like, there were things that we've been requesting, that they requested all the time, but they met those standards and upped us to the next tier. Like, it's... I'm I'm pretty thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. And I finally remembered the other YouTuber, so shout out to uh, Mist Posseart. I know I'm butchered that name, but she was yes. the... He was the fifth one. Yep. I don't know why that name makes me think. Never mind. But yeah, so those five YouTubers got some awesome videos out there. And uh, yeah, thanks to Jesse, who apparently put all that together with them to get that out there. So that's really cool. Heck yeah. But let's get into these, these updates, shall let's we? Let's do it. So first one, this is probably my second favorite update from this so far and that's the squad builder so basically now that there's an area where you can put together your squad so basically at the top there's tabs you can add tabs so maybe one will be your heroic aat teams one will be your arena teams one will be your rancor teams One's your Galactic War teams. There's endless possibilities for this, right? And then underneath that, it'll show just different slots you can put squads into and just fill it up, making whatever you want in there. They didn't really say, like, what kind of limits there were on how many you could do. I would guess that there's probably not one. But, uh, yeah, overall, this is huge. I love it. I wish I would have taken notes on who did what part, but uh, whoever did this video basically said that there was no limit. So basically the way it was, if you haven't seen the video, was you have tabs yep. and you can label each tab. And then under each tab, there are all your team comps. So you could do, you know, your AAT tab, and then you could have, you know, your phase one team, your phase two team, your phase three team, etc. And... That way they're all organized. You know what they're for. It's, I like, I I was kind of expecting a squad builder. I wasn't expecting this. Like, you know, I figured five or ten teams you could build that you could select from. This is really well done and really well thought out. Yeah, it looks great because it's not just a list of squads that you made, which would have been totally fine with me. But now you can add your own tabs in there and separate your squads however you want. It's it's really in-depth for something that just, bam, here it is, you know? Yeah. They've got to have been working on this for a while. So oh, yeah, no doubt. Really stoked for that. 
And then let's see. The next thing was a speed up to combat. So we had talked about that extra button that we saw in the warrior video Uh last week and speculized same with the squad builder. So kind of these two were kind of things we speculated on, but we had speculated on it. The extra button being attack on basic, which we'll get to, but the extra button isn't actually attack on basic. It's a new thing that speeds up combat. So there's a new button up there that if you press it once, It'll go from 1x speed to 2x speed. You press it again, it'll be 4x speed, and then press it again, go back to 1, and dance around it, right? So basically, you can speed up the animations in the game by 1, 2, or 4 times the speed, and this is pretty huge. The time you can spend on Galactic War just went drastically down with 4 times speed, not to mention... For the, everyone that's, if you were going far into the Rancor raid using your turn meter teams, that it could take 30, 40, 50 minutes to do. This will drastically cut that time down. Yep. So you're not spending half that. You're spending probably less than half that time doing it now. This is awesome to me. Another I great totally one. Totally agree. And that stall teams tactic we talked about a couple of weeks ago when we talked about arena, yep. definitely not viable anymore because this is also available in the arena. I think it's still somewhat viable because, I mean, even in, like if you're autoing, even at four four x speed, yeah, it's going to speed the game up. But you know, if you're not really doing much or not using your abilities optimally it still may not help a ton. Yeah, I think if there's if there's certain teams that heal themselves back up, that it could still work. But if it's not a team that's healing themselves, I don't think that it's going to be as viable as it was. Yeah, that's I mean, you're true. right. It could still be. We'll have to see. But, like, if they threw a Barris on that team, on a stall team, it might still be able to time it out, you know? But yeah focus down that Barris and hope the rest of the time you can pull them all out. So, Yep. I was in a battle the other day that I barely ended up losing. It was actually against a Zated Barris. And, I mean, I was probably 10 seconds away from winning, and I definitely would have won had I been able to auto and make it faster. So there will definitely be instances where it will certainly help. Well, the best part about this is it, it isn't just auto. So this happens while you're manually doing it too. So if you're playing manually, every animation is four times faster. So you're making all the decisions. It's just going faster. It isn't just an auto. I did not realize that. Okay. Yeah. So like, let me read this off their uh, update notes. Combat speed can now be modified between three settings. These speeds are independent of auto or manual battle, allowing Uh. increased speed while retaining manual strategy. Pretty which awesome. is why so which is why i'm like why the uh, stall teams since it's not doing this for auto you're actually okay. in control might actually be hard and the one thing we i didn't mention with this is this also applies to ship battles so a lot of draws in ship battles and a lot of people using the stall tactic tactics in there with uh mace windows ship Put that on 4X, and uh, you're probably not going to end up having to worry about that anymore. 
So that's great because as great as those animations are in ships, they can take forever. So being able to speed that up four times, amazing. Very interesting. But the other thing that we did talk about last week, thinking that that was the extra button, is the basic only on auto battle button. And that is actually a thing that is being implemented. So what happens is you go into the battle, you click on the uh, gear icon up in the left, and you can go to settings for the auto battle. So you can set it to always regular auto. You can set it to always auto with basics, or you can set it to ask before auto, which will mean when you hit that button, the auto button, it'll ask you if you want to do regular or auto with basics, and then it'll just take off. And I'm pretty sure mine will always be asked before auto so that when I'm running through Galactic War and I've killed off everyone that's a threat, I'll just finish everyone <laughs> off with basics and move on to the next one. I love this. This is awesome. And I, I won't destroy my special cooldowns by autoing because mm-hmm. it'll know what I want it to do. That'll be great. Yes. I'm pretty excited. That's going to be great. It's going to... I mean, it's going to help a ton in Galactic War for sure. I mean, those first five nodes are just so boring, and then it's usually like you get to the sixth node and you wish you had your abilities, so you yeah. end up wasting the time, you know, in node five preparing to make sure that you have your abilities or whatever. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge time saver. Absolutely. And that brings us to my absolute favorite so far. And that is the challenge completion and rewards change. So we've talked about this before on the podcast, and I never thought it would happen because of that interview that Jesse did a while back where he said, oh, that might be able to happen, but we haven't talked about it. Well, apparently they did end up talking about it afterwards. And now when when you are at the highest tier of a challenge, it will reward you everything from every tier below it. So if you're at the tier six on the tank challenge, it's going to give you everything from the little, the below, or let's say you're on, what's the one that always, is it the attacker one that gives you syringes? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I just but know the you have to decide is, between those and the droid collars, which yes, and it was the off. most annoying thing in the world yeah, because exactly. it's like I need droid collars right now, but I also need syringes uh-huh. for this other dude, yep. and I'm gonna have to pick which one I really want right now. Well, now you don't have to worry about it because when you sim the the highest tier, it's gonna give you everything from below, and then as an added bonus, as if that wasn't enough, all the lower ones that have now been added in, you get even more of them. So I don't know if you noticed that, but if you're getting the droid callers while simming the yep. highest tier, you're now getting between seven and nine instead of the up to five. It's which is so exciting. Oh, man. Dude, I, love I can't this. wait for Sunday. Be able to sim all of my challenges and then just on one screen have all this list of gear that I just... Oh, my God. I'm excited. Yeah, so what you're talking about right there is the next thing that they added an auto button to sim all challenges at once, right? Yeah. So if you hit that button, if you have all the available final tier of the challenges at three-star, there's a button that appears in the top right to sim all of them. So 
like you said, on a Sunday, all six challenges would be simmed at once and give you all of those rewards, giant screen of rewards. It'll be amazing. Yep. And then let's say any other day, it'll sim the two that you have and give you those. And man, I love this. This is awesome. It's, it's just so pretty amazing. So I didn't hear or see anything about this talking about ship challenges. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I, I think, well, cause I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that the auto will include those. I think those will still be separate, but I think there's a chance that they'll have the, you know, the sim all for the three main challenges on the Monday or whatever. I could see that as a possibility, but the fact yeah, that we don't that's, have very I guess that really yet. only really applies to one day Yeah, is the Monday since there's only ever one. So even if they didn't do that, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, but for the other ones, definitely. Oh, yeah. Sense. You spent a lot of time going through and hell, even just simming. I remember when you had to go through all the battles. Oh, God. I don't miss those days Without at all. simming? Yeah. I wish I had written down what Giggle said in guild chat about the last quality of life update and just how they've been nailing these quality of life updates because last time they implemented the sims on chromiums and being able to spend another chromium in the screen without having to leave it they added multi-sim they added simming on challenges and a slew of other things and it, it, I just remember when they updated all that oh, yeah. and it was amazing yeah, I forgot and now about their second one, right? Multi. Remember, you just you had to sit there and sim it one at a time all the time. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, it was nuts. These quality of life updates they've been throwing out. At least this one and the last one, really well thought out. Oh hell yeah, they are. Really well done. So the, so the next one preview ability upgrades in game. So what? <laughs> you can now go onto the character screen and look at their abilities and what the upgrades are in the game. So let's say you have a guy with everyone at ability one, but you want to know, let's say what their fifth upgrade is for that ability. It will no longer just show you what the next upgrade is, but there's a screen now that will show you all the upgrades until it's max and see what each one does. So it's basically putting star Wars galaxy of heroes GG into the game. They're so basically just killing their the side traffic. <laughs> Luckily for them, they have a lot of <laughs> other cool stuff, but yeah, totally this true. is, yeah. uh, it's super cool. It, it requires, doesn't require, this is the one I really like because when you get a new character in there, they're all of level of ability level one. You haven't unlocked them and you want to look at them, but it's always, you can never see, what their highest ability level is on their abilities. You have to wait for swgoh.gg to upload the character to actually see the highest things. Uh-huh. Now, once a new character pops up in the game notes or in the game update, you can actually just pop in there immediately and look at what their highest abilities are. Yeah, so pretty exciting. Yeah, because I remember when Nihilus, Trooper, and Assassin came out, last week or the week before whenever it was thinking to myself oh, well what are these at higher level and I went to look on 
swgoh.gg like right when it came out and they weren't there yet, obviously, because they're not superheroes, but to know then, now you can see that. So that'd be really cool. Leveling up improvements. This is a, this is pretty great too. There's a second part to this that was updated in a later video that kind of, I don't like, but overall, I think this is great. So you can select the level you want to, level these guys up to and it will auto fill your droids and level them up right to that, to that level for you. Mm -hmm. No more sliders. None of that other crap. You just pick the level you want, hit the button, pay for it. And now they're right where you want them. So the other thing I was alluding to was the, uh, Oh, go ahead. uh, I was going to say that. I mean, this is one of those things that I've always thought it would be, nice to have another way to level but for whatever reason my mind never went to it being this simple i mean i'm mods are going to be amazing to level now i mean you get one that say you get a purple one with three speed bam hit level nine go see if you like it carry on if you do forget it if you don't like that's gonna oh it's gonna save so much time i'm ecstatic The uh, what were you about to say about leveling up? Are you there? I should unmute my mic. Ah. <laughs> I just talked to myself for five minutes there. Uh, yeah, no, I was the- gonna say, what the hell's going on? You're about to talk <laughs> about the um. The fact that you can go and buy credits with your crystals, I'm assuming. Yeah, so if you don't have the credits or the shipbuilding currency to get to the desired level you want, it now has a screen pop-up. So I'm hoping that it doesn't pop the screen up until you hit upgrade. I forget how they did it in the video because I'd hate to see that thing pop up all the time, but... With everything else they've done, one minor annoyance is not the end of the world. So, yeah. And, hey, they yeah. gotta fund all these improvements. So, yeah, for sure. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. It's just kind of one of those things where now they must not have been making enough money on those things to have to pimp them in a different way. And I honestly never see them anymore because there's that one, the uh, resource tab to buy the resource stuff, and I don't think I've clicked it more than once or twice since they put them on there so some people might not even know they exist so this kind of helps them with that yep player profile now shows your ship arena team and rank as well as your arena team so back when they released ships it was kind of weird that you know you still only saw their arena team but you could never see what they were running for ships and that has now been oh, added. No. So where those where your arena team is, there's a couple arrows up there. You can click left, you can click right, and it'll pop over to your re- your ship arena team and show them along with your arena rank. So that's pretty nice. Oh, yeah. Well, hell, they, it was just a day or two ago. I clicked on a team in arena just see, or in fleet arena to see what their team was. And it took me their arena team. I'm like, damn it, I don't care about this. 
And yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Add a new stat in the sidebar: Fleet Arena Battles one also. So basically, what this update means to me is that everyone will see that I don't care where my rank is, and uh, I'll be in the two hundreds all the time. And they'll see a very small amount of ship arena battles. So basically, my shame will be known. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I could hide it before, you know, but <laughs> not anymore. This is the okay. This is the one update in this game that makes no sense to me, and that's the new improved home button. It's. Not I don't improved. know if you read anything about that. It. I don't get it. It literally really sounds it. to me. Like, now you have two back buttons. Yes. Because there's a back button on the left, and there's a home button on the right. What they've changed it to now sounds exactly like the back button. I totally agree make with you. Sense to me. So, I'm going to have to see how this is implemented when the quality of life update comes out to see what I'm missing from this. But it really just seems like they made the button on the left or the button on the right, do what the button on the left used to do. Now, I will say this. I did see something on Reddit where somebody was saying that it basically takes you back to the room. So if you're, you know, if you're in ships, like if you're in ships and then you go click on another ship or something, if you hit that button, it'll take you back to the ship room rather than the main cantina. But I I, Look, I like having the home button. I like going, like, that's what the back button is for. Like, it's not that big yeah. of a deal, you know. I don't know. I I'm, just thought of an example of where this might be what they were going for. So let's say you're on daily activities and you have an arena ba- ship arena battle left to do. And you click go, and it takes you to the ship arena where you're picking your team that you're going to fight against. So now if you hit back, it's going to go back to guild activities or your daily activities. But if you hit the other button, it's going to take you to the ship room. So that's the only thing where I see the back button might be different. Maybe that's what they're yeah. going for. I don't know. So. We'll see I how don't it know works. Either. I'm skeptical. <laughs> this is the only thing that I've seen in this update that I'm really skeptical about. Yeah, I don't know what it is or what it improves, but we shall see. Yeah. This one kind of kicks me because I'm kind of lazy. But Squad Arena Daily Challenged changed from two instead of three once you open up ships. So level 60-ish. I like and it. And so... Now you only have to do two instead of the three to finish this. Yep. And the one ship arena. That's usually my last Ooh. one to get because, like, you know, I usually save my arena battles for my payout at, you know, uh, you know, between four thirty and six. Like, and there I'll start doing my battles. So it'll be nice that if I need the crystals or something, I become a crystal. Uh, hoarder, but it'll be nice to be able to only do two battles rather than three because sometimes that last battle is kind of important for getting your rank or whatever. Uh, I think this is a nice improvement. I'm pretty happy about it. Even though it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Did you mute me again? Come on, Dan. Boo! <laughs> 
I'm right here. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, no, I agree. It'll be good for people at the, for certain people. Some it won't for like me because I'm lazy. So the odds <laughs> are I'm going to finish my two and be done for the day. Yeah. Because I'm usually finishing the same spot every day anyway. Gotcha. So rather than climbing back from, from 60 or 70 back down under 50, I'll probably just end up right at 50 with two battles instead. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Lately, I've been doing four to five battles a day just to pull myself down in the uh, in the 20s. But I still fall all the way back into the 70s every day. So Damn. I don't know if it's worth it to keep fighting all the way up there. Yeah, because when I do do that, I finish that after my payout. So those battles are not really counting towards anything. And they're really not helping me. So... I always do all of my battles, but I usually only need two to get back into my cozy little spot in second place. Yep. See, if I had that problem, <laughs> then uh, you know, I'd be I'd be right there with you. Fair so. enough. They changed the way the allies look. Guild names now show underneath your allies' names on the ally screen. So that's kind of cool for everyone that's always asks in our discord if if this person's name is in the guild anymore now you don't have to ask in discord you can just see if they're there anymore and then the other part to that is they also added last activity time on the far right for each ally so you can tell if one of your allies has quit the game let's say they're not in your guild but you've always had them there or there's someone from your arena that you added a long time ago or recently that quit you can get rid of those guys pretty easily now. Nice. So, yeah, not too shabby. Not I still all. have Benny. I still have Benny from our guild oh, in my yeah. ally list. Yep. I'm kind of curious to see if it says like 290 days or if he's actually logged in. I won't lie. Just, we just didn't know. There have been a couple people that I was allies with that, you know, moved to different guilds or whatever, and then they got like, you know, a six star Kenobi. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Kind of pisses me <laughs> off. Makes me, I don't really piss me off. It just makes me jealous because I want Kenobi. Dang it. We're getting close, though. Well, I don't say we're almost there. We're in the home stretch. That's true. <laughs> so. Favorite units. They added favorite units also. So now you can add this a favorite really cool. tag. I do like this. So when you, and this is that button we, I said I saw in the warrior video last week. Yeah. That's down by the stats button. So now you can, when you're on a character screen or a ship screen, you can click on this favorites button and it'll add this little like bookmark next to them on the character or ship screen and basically where you go to sort by clone troopers or sith or empire or jedi whatever where you click that there will be a favorite one and when you click on that whoever you have tagged as a favorite will be the only ones that pop up so you can quickly look at the people you have tagged as favorites so yeah this is a pretty nice random didn't see this coming change and i plan to use it to help me out very well yeah. like for me the tunes i'm going to be farming 
shards and gear for, I'm just going to throw them on as favorites so that I can just bring them up quick and look yeah. at where I am with them. Well, that was the I think it'll be... That was the tip Warrior gave in his video, and I totally agree with him. I mean, that's mainly what I'm going to use it for. I, I mean, I didn't expect to get this and the Squad Builder. So the fact that we got the Squad Builder, you don't really need to use the favorite units, you know, for actually being your favorites. You can use them in a more strategic way, just like an easy way to find characters that you're working on or whatever. So I'm, I'm really Yeah, for sure. That. Because I don't think they pop to the top of your list. So let's say when you are going into a battle, I don't think they'd be at the very top, your favorites. I don't know. We didn't really see that in the videos. Yeah, that's but, a good question. So I hope not. If so, that like, would be helpful also. But Well, if they, were, if they weren't going to do Squad Builder, selecting your favorites and making them appear at the top would make sense. But with Squad Builder, having your favorites rearranged don't make a whole lot of sense, I don't think. No, I'm with you. Better to just have the the top powered guys up there in that case and use the favorite list in a way to find people when you're doing your your squad building, that type of thing. Yep. Something they changed that will be good for guild leaders like me is the last login was changed. So sometimes a player shows last login is like, let's say, three days but you know they've been playing because let's say their their client didn't close or bid wasn't restarted in 3 days now and there's no ambiguity because it's been changed now to last activity date so instead of just being when the game client was opened for that person it's now the last time they did an arena or a light side dark side battle or bought a shipment canteen about you know anything yeah. like that Any so it's much more accurate. yeah because there's been days when i saw someone that was like four and a half days idle but i knew they had attacked the rancor just yep. three hours ago and i'm like what is going on with this so yep. much more accurate easier to read with that so kind sure. of a small change something that definitely will help guild leaders out so i can appreciate that i totally agree with you why don't you hit this next one because i know you're excited what what are you talking about i'm not excited about this at all so galactic war (laughs) changes um i'm a little enthusiastic about this part i was totally gonna go through the video and figure up the amount of credits more that you get but they added a hell of a lot more credits. I don't know what the number is, but I think it was like Node 6, you get like an extra 10,000. So, I mean, if you're getting an average of, say, 10,000, that's like an extra 120,000 over a Galactic War, and it might even be more than that, you know, when you get towards the end, it starts to be more. I mean, if an extra hundred to 200,000 credits, I am not going to complain. I am super excited. Yeah, it ramped up pretty quick because... Towards the beginning, it was like 10,000 extra, about about the fourth node, it was about 20,000, hit the seventh and eighth, it's like 30 to 40,000. Once you get to that last one, it's a good chunk more than that even. So adding all that up together, you might be hitting close to 2 million per Galactic War that way. Uh, I'll have to go through and actually figure it up because I'm really curious 
I was hoping to have time before the podcast, but I didn't, unfortunately. But I think that that's going to be super exciting. But that's not even all of it. Can you believe that? They're adding shards, ships, right? They're adding sh- no shards to every node. What? That's the part I'm super psyched about. Uh, I mean, it's always nice and getting they- your shards in that final node, but the fact that we'll actually be, you know, one of those easy nodes that's a piece of cake, like, you know, where you're fighting little Jawas with, like, four health bars and you kill them with one AoE, you can get a shard. It's fantastic. And even as a bonus, they upgraded the table for that, and some of the more uh, premium characters are in there too now, like Rex and Cody and Ooh, Maul and those that. guys. So yeah, yeah, that was another part to that update. Is heck yeah, it's not just these throwaway shards like Cup and Jedi Knight Guardian. You'll it keeps get getting some better, good better. Stuff up there, right? And what you were about to go down the road on before I got super excited about shards. <laughs> fleet currency or credits, ship building materials. I don't remember what they call it. Whatever they're called, you, you get more get of them. that stuff. So, And this one, the math was actually done from what I saw. And it's like 1.4 million, I think. Wow. Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure that's what people were discussing in Discord. That was up to 1.4 million of those. Damn. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That'll that should cut a little bit further down on that uh, ship currency squeeze yeah. that everyone's going through. So we'll have to get our research department in on watching the yeah. video and calculating how much extra credits and how many building materials we get from that. Oh yeah, totally. We have a very good research department. R and D is great at the Shadow Order podcast. <laughs> yes. Just absolutely. shut giggles in a room. <laughs> Mr. Spreadsheet will get it done. That he will. You can always <laughs> trust Mr. Spreadsheet. Yes. And I, I don't know if this is this is probably, I think, my number, the number two thing I'm most excited about. I think the challenges I was most excited. What? Well, damn, I don't know. Then you got Squad Builder. I don't know. Okay. So, of Stop. all these Tough exciting to make a things, decision. another one of the things that is insanely exciting. So, I'm going to be able to go to Galactic War Shipments, buy what I need there. And then above that, there's going to be a little tab where I can click on Fleet Shipments and go to there. All of it in one place. It's like, it's like going to the mall, rather than going, yeah. rather than going to Old Navy down the road and then going to American Eagle on the other side of town. You go to the freaking mall and all the stores are there. You just gotta go door to door to door. That's what they did you with just the shipments. Walk ten feet instead of getting in your car again. Exactly. It's great. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. It's. It's going to be nice to actually just be able to click through and get to all your shipments really quickly. Uh, yeah, this is pretty awesome. I agree. I'm all about that. Because yep. it used to be real annoying that guild shipments or guild, yeah, guild store and fleet store are on the same reset. So you'd go to your guild store way over here. And then you'd have to scroll all the way up 
I'm acting like this. We're scrolling for miles here. It's really not that far to go from the guild store over to the fleet shipment store, but to be able to just click a button at the top of one store to go to the other one yeah. is nice that you're not in back and home and this and that to get over there. So yeah. I'm good with that. It'd be Very nice, exciting. quick. Very quick. Oh, yes. And I think the biggest thing, as we'll get into <laughs> later, because this affects everybody. This affects every tank in some way. It affects especially Sith Trooper. That new character they just came out with, they came out with a character that was broken. What are they going to do? Oh, they're going to fix it. Trooper and Assassin. And Assassin. Both. Good point. Yeah, touche. <laughs> the Tebow bug will be gone. Finally. Done. No more. Uh, stay in stealth, Tebow. Damn it. Oh, my God. I know. It's been driving me crazy. <laughs> There's nothing worse than using his ability to give him stealth and then bam, he's out. So, hey, what the hell? What happened, dude? Come on. Yeah, this is. <laughs> this trolling is everyone, dude. Yeah, it was. He was trolling everyone. It was, yeah. EA struck the troll right out of right out of him. So, yep. Now when uh, when he gets a buff, that will that is longer stealth. That's the one that keeps going. If he has a if he gets a stealth that's shorter than the one he already had, that one goes away, and he just stays in stealth as long as he's supposed to. And if you have a tank that goes stealth. They don't lose taunt anymore. They just go stealth, and they still taunt everyone. Yep. Taunt. So. Taunt overrides stealth. But if you have a tank that is taunting that also has stealth and taunt expires, that character will then still be stealth. So Yeah, it won't go away. Yep. It's pretty great. And then I assume that let's say you have two tanks and – they're both taunting, and one goes stealth. You're not going... I, I don't know how this works. I'm wondering, you're only going to be able to attack the one that is not stealth, right? Uh, I would think if they're taunting and stealth, I would think you would be able to attack either one, I would think, but... But what if they're both not? So let's say yeah. Stormtrooper Han taunts, he's taunted but not stealth, and Royal Guard ends up with... Tebow gives him stealth, but he's... Also taunting, you would only be able to attack Stormtrooper Han, right? Dan, it's past midnight my time on a, well, now Saturday morning. You're making <laughs> this way too complicated. I, I can't follow you down this rabbit hole, so I, I don't know. My theory crafting went into high gear. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have just left this alone. Yeah, sure. But he's fixed. Yay! Very Everybody, exciting. there was more so, yep. Is there anything going on this week? Uh, no, nothing. Not a damn thing. Oh, wait, hold. On. Yeah, there is. A, wait, are who that Nihilus guy? That guy with that mask. What does that mask look like to you? I feel like there's there's some sort of. I want to say it's a, uh, like somebody from a Scary Movie that kind of has similar mask. Maybe I'm thinking. Of Jason, no. Jason Vork? Jason? Uh, kinda, but not really. No. I don't know. Anyway, Nihilus event. 
it's actually going to be an hour from like right now when we're podcasting this thing. So when you're listening to this thing, this thing's available unless you're listening a few days from now in which, why are you waiting so late to listen to this thing? Come on, people. Get, get with the program. Hope, hope you didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Power of Hunger, part four. Uh, so we'll actually finally get Nihilus unlocked. We're going to dig into him a little bit later because, you know, there's been talk about him being overpowered and, you know, all that stuff. So we're going to discuss that later. So we'll mm-hmm. save that I was talking until then. The other thing that's going on right now is Places of Power. That is the event against the Jedi where you get to go crush the Jedi like a grape in your hand, like just destroy them eight rounds merciless just total new destruction battle, basically right? the what the new assault battle yes the new assault yeah i love these assault battles they're so much fun so this is the one <laughs> where you have to use sith or first order characters um before we talk about how we've done or if we've attempted I'm gonna say <laughs> if you have Kylo Zated, you're sitting pretty good. Yeah, I could imagine. So, what yeah, do you yeah, think that, of the event? The event. It seems like if you have decently geared First Order or Sith, then you're good to go. Or if you have Kylo or Maul Zetas. You're good to go? Yep. And you might not even need a Zeta on Maul to be good to go. Seems like those those three things are the key to this. Yeah. But for me, I still have a few of my top of those two uh, groups with Gear 7. So not, if I want to beat it, then I'm just going to have to bump them up a little bit. But the so fact is I don't really want to bump them up. So What team were you trying to use? You said you made it to the final round of the first event. With what team? So, Gear 11, Phasma, Gear 10, Gear 10, um, Palpatine. Okay. Gear 8, Kylo, some tear. I'd have to look. I know that my last... Three weren't that great. So, yeah. tell me what your team is, and I'll look up what mine was. All right. So I used my Love Lady Gear Ten Phasma as my lead. I used my Kylo, which is pretty much maxed with mods because he's in my arena team. My Emperor Palpatine, which is Gear Eleven, also in my arena team, so very well modded. And then my Darth Vader, who I just kind of have spare mods on, who's level 80, gear 10. And then my First Order TIE Pilot, who's level 60, like gear 8 or something. Uh, he's He didn't make it through the first round. Well, not first round. He made it to the final round of the first tier. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Yeah. It sounds right. Okay, so I beat that one. I two-starred that one. Then I did the the second tier of it. 
I think I lost the TIE pilot in round six, I think. Made it to the end. Ended up losing Palpatine, but I survived with Phasma, Kylo, and Vader. And then I did the bonus tier. And my poor First Order TIE pilot, he got dropped out in like round two. He did not last long. And then I lost Palpatine in the sixth one, I think. Made it to the end with... uh, Made it to the final round with Phasma, Vader, and Kylo. I killed Kenobi, and then they basically wiped out Phasma and uh, Phasma and Vader. So at which point, you know, oh, I'm done. Well, except I have Kylo, and you know, <laughs> Kylo does what I Kylo know how does. this ends. Uh, it's I, I'll post uh, I, I'll post onto our uh, Twitter. I'll post a couple pictures of my of how that began right after I lost my final or my next to last character besides Kylo, you know, had him left against four Jedi who are basically in green health. And then after Kylo does his thing of cleaning house, the rewards were incredible. I'm going to go over the mm-hmm. rewards for beating the bonus tier. 200,000 shipbuilding material, 2.5 million credits, 20 ally points. I got five Plo Koon shards with four uh, blueprints for a ship, three of the MK6 eyeballs, and then check this out. 15 stun guns and 15 stun cuffs. I was jumping for joy. Like... That was unbelievable. I could, and I'm gonna tweet that picture out because I I understand you don't believe me right now. They wouldn't just give out 15 stun cuffs and 15 stun like that's ridiculous. Come on, I'll tweet it out. I got proof. But <laughs> that was that was pretty exciting. I thought they but, did say that they were gonna try to work on the ways that we got gear. So there's another one. That's a good point. But I will say this. If I didn't Zeta Kylo, there's no way in hell I would beat the bonus here. I would have got totally smoked. Well, you should record your bonus tier run tomorrow with him. And if it happens again, there you go. That is a really good idea. So we've been slacking this week on the Shattered Order (laughs) YouTube channel. But... We got a couple videos coming. I am working. We have um, our special video featuring Giggles coming very soon. We have a video coming up of something I'm super interested in is the most effective way to purchase gear. So there will be a video on that coming soon. And thanks to you, there will be a video of the bonus tier. Hopefully all of those coming out this weekend. So be checking the YouTube channel. So my team, I figured out what it was. It was my gear 11 Phasma, my gear 10 Palpatine, my gear eight Kylo, a gear eight Savage Oppress, a gear nine Darth Sidious and a, and that should be all of them. So yeah, they they just didn't have the the willpower. 
Yeah. Did did you mod? I had the willpower. They just didn't. <laughs> you know. I, let's see. Good question. Savage is missing two mods. <laughs> Sidious is missing four mods. Yeah. Palpatine's missing one for some reason. You know what? If I went and put my mods on them now, the ones that maybe are just sitting around, yeah. I might be able to beat it. So yeah. I'll have to give that a try. Mods make a huge difference on those. It's it's pretty crazy. Well, literally, if I had more protection on these dudes, they'd probably have yeah. been able to make it through because I got to that last tier, and the only people who had were down into their health were Savage, not Savage, uh, Sidious and Kylo. Yeah. No, maybe it was Savage. I don't know. There were a couple people really far down, and the first couple shots from the Jedi took them down. Or maybe it was a couple. I don't know. Whatever happened in that last, it's a blur. That last tier, that last eighth phase was a blur for me because I blinked and I had three guys left and no one had any damage yet. So, yeah. It was nasty. Oh, well. What can you do? I can continue to gear my clones and not let this throw me off track <laughs> but man those first time rewards for these assault battles are unbelievable and see this is my thought with that which i told someone earlier this week i'm like you know what i could level these guys and be ready for those 15 stun cuffs when they come but if i have to spend 100 stun cuffs to get the guys ready to get them no that's, that's totally like, true <laughs> but you know, so. what you get like three million shipbuilding material for beating the first two tiers of this thing? I mean the no no, I agree the the, the rewards are there and it's, it's worth crazy. it. But the fact matters, it's coming back, and I will still get yeah. the first time reward at some point. So that is totally I'm not going to push myself too hard on this one when I have other priorities, but get Kylo to gear 10, throw him some Zetas. You'll beat it easy. I promise. Don't worry about it. Yeah. If I ever get more Zetas, I where, hit that wall. That okay. Talked about where are you at on Zetas? Slight detour here. So I now have more, as many purchase Zetas as I did, uh, challenge Zetas. So I'm at 12. Okay. And this weekend over Sunday, Monday, I was 0 for 4, and yep. then I was 0 for 6 after Tuesday, or after Wednesday, so that I'm really hoping Sunday uh, turns things around. Well, if you're Aerodruin, uh, you go 0 for 21, so I'm hoping oh. not to get that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really? Doesn't that hurt your heart? Damn. 0 for 21. Oh, holy. So. I mean, that's... Wow, that's like betting red every time on roulette and just keep Getting on totally losing. In the, never mind. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I just can't even believe. Well, I would say I can't believe that number. Yeah, I can't believe but it. But it is a random it's... number generator, and you can go that far. Wow. I hope he has good luck from here on out. But, but I do too. That's, 21, that's, that's unbelievably rough. I can't imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. So, how early on Reddit were you? Was it, it was once we started the podcast, really, right? Oh yeah. Even I mean, it it took a little while after we started the podcast for me to finally like create a Reddit profile or whatever, and yeah. So 
I don't know, maybe been on Reddit four months, maybe something like that. Yeah. So I was, when the game started, one of the places I was checking out before guilds and everything else was Reddit all the time. And I've been on there a long time on the subreddit and I wanted to say this because we're on the, it came from Reddit, but I really wish I'm not really a Jedi would show back up because when the game first came out, he was posted on there all the time. And he was the first dev that I knew of on Reddit in our subreddit, always giving out information when he could. And uh, he's been missing for eight months. So I'm kind of thinking that we need to file a missing persons report or figure <laughs> out if he's uh, been future endeavored or not. Interesting. So, hmm. But I always click his name on the side of the uh, subreddit Hold on. when I'm putting together the show notes. But I have a theory. He yeah, is I'm no ready. longer on the development team because he's not a Jedi. He never really was. So, I mean, yeah, maybe. doesn't the Force need to be with you in some way, shape, or form for you to be on the dev team of a Star Wars game? You would think so, right? I actually do think so because some of the things these people do are insane. All right. So, missing no missing persons report needed. I, Filed away, done, taken care of. On to the Mystery next one. solved. Good job, Shaggy. There we go. <laughs> but Conduit, he threw some on there. So the question is, was he saving face or speaking truth? You be the judge. And this is something that we talked about uh, earlier this week after Sith Assassin came out, right? So Sith Assassin could have suffered from the same problems as Tebow does because he has, a, he has two di- different ways to gain yep. stealth. In his own kit, and then if you threw him under a uh, Zaded Maul lead, there's a third way, and that could really screw with how long she's in stealth. So I remember Zathmir in our Discord was saying, hey, I bet Tebow gets fixed soon because Sith Assassin came out and it's going to have the same problems if it's not. And uh, what do you know? We find out today that Tebow is being fixed. So... Timing there led someone on Reddit to say what Zath had said in our Discord that, hey, uh, Sith Assassin uh, is fixed, and since that's a good way for them to make them money, it makes sense that Tebow's being fixed. And Conduit's answer was that it finally, it was the other way around, and that they created Sith Assassin because they knew Tebow was being fixed and implemented in the next patch, so... They knew when they made Sith Assassin that the character would work. So the question is, you can be the judge, and which side do you believe? Not that it really matters either way. Tebow is fixed, and I'm happy, so whatever. It was going to happen eventually. If this made it happen, cool. If his fix made this person happen, she's pretty cool, and I'm happy with that either way. I just think it's funny there's two different sides of that. I think it would be kind of bizarre if they basically only fix Tebow just because they have a new character they're about to be selling. I would be kind of annoyed if that's the reason. Any other reason yeah. I'm perfectly well, okay with. The thing is, right, they've tried to fix him once. I'm pretty sure they've been trying to fix him for a while. Well, they. But. I remember they had an announcement a while back where they said that there was so much complexity in it that it would take a lot more you know, 
basically man hours to get it fixed, and that that's why the fix wasn't out yet. And like, come on, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, either way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a, it's a funny two sided story where. It, yeah. It's where just, it's does weird. your loyalty lie? Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. It's gonna be fixed, so don't matter. There was much rejoicing. Yes. Hidden Springs, the uh, UI guy had some posts this week. He said they added a special border and lock icon to status effects that cannot be dispelled. So a lot of people and some in our discord on, uh, in shattered oh. order had pointed this out. But if you look in mobile gamers video, the first one that was released on Tuesday, there's a, some, uh, gameplay where Boba's out there and outside of the green buff, there's a white icon with a lock on it. That's cool. So that's basically what that was is it tells you what buffs are non-dispellable or not. And so that's pretty cool. And you can check it out, like I said, on Mobile Gamers video towards the end, probably in the last uh, two minutes. But it led me to believe that maybe to sometime this week we would see another quality of life update where there would be a white border with a number for dots. Oh, that wasn't in the video. So. Okay. So, but uh, maybe they've done certain things with the, the, they might consider it small where it's implemented in the quality of life that suddenly is a big thing people like that was never talked about. So maybe it's still coming. Who knows? Yeah. But there are two things that me. I'm surprised that they have not mentioned. What you're talking about, like just consolidating the buff and debuff system above characters and buying bronzeums. I'm surprised that we haven't seen something about those two things being addressed yet. I'll be shocked if they're not addressed in the. I knew what your second update. one was going to be. I knew that because I meant to write that down somewhere in the notes to mention that I didn't see anything anything about bronzing. I meant to as well, I, and I forgot. Yeah. I, I here's the thought. My thought on that. All right. So they took out the 5K on the daily. Yes. And you can't buy them in Galactic War anymore. Yep. So basically, if they implemented that ten. Everyone would use it right now until they dump themselves right back down to the bottom of the barrel, nothing left, and then it would never get used again. You would have to sit there and wait two weeks to get back to the point where you would be using that. And so it would kind of be a UI function that doesn't get used after two weeks, you know. So that's the only reason I think that it probably isn't being implemented. So, yeah, that that makes sense. I think if they don't put something like that in, I'm really going to take it as a hint is they have another goal for ally coins in the future. I think right. if, if, if they it, they might be leaving the door open for themselves, you know. Yes, exactly. If they make an easy way for you to get rid of them, I think that is a good sign of saying that hey, you're not going to need these in the future for anything else besides whatever shit you get from bronzeums. I'm gonna be honest, right? So I would dump them all now if they put that in there. 
I would do. And they might put it in the next quality of life update. Who knows? But if it was in the game, I wouldn't even bother spending my bronzeums besides the free ones each day. And then I'd wait like a month and then just dump them all at one time and do that every month, you know? So it's still kind of get used, but I can see why that wouldn't be a priority. I don't know. And I think you're right. It might be an implication that they're still not sure they're going to use ally points for something in the future, but they're leaving that open. So we shall see. But the 800,000 ally coins on my B account Uh. are just waiting because i'm not like, gonna spend four hours spending them i've got 500 something thousand i'm the same way like I'd, i mean if we're not gonna use them i'd like to spend them but eh, i don't really have that kind of time on my a account i'm farming clone sergeant right now so <laughs> it might be a who of me to just sit there and press the button for four hours and have might an svu marathon or something but yeah, yeah. That account, definitely. My 800000 on my B account, there ain't no way in hell. <laughs> you should get like an Arduino with a uh, motor and connect a pin to it and basically program it to just, you know, tap like every second or so and then just set your phone under the, you know what I'm talking about, those pins that have the little dill on the back that you can use on your smartphone. And yes, I mean, you could you could spend an hour setting that system up to save yourself the three hours of just pounding away at the phone. Oh yeah, totally. No, I could see that for sure. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. Well, guess who else made a appearance this week? I was really excited when who? I saw this. I was making the notes. SW Pew Pew, the sound guy. What? And yeah, this is his first appearance since he talked about the awesome, uh, Music from the ship area. I still love that music. uh, It's amazing. Dude, so awesome. But he said uh, that he was the guy that designed the sound and music for the new characters, the new Sith. So uh, when you hear those agonizing screams when someone gets hit with Annihilate, you can thank him. Nice. And if if you've played the event, the Annihilus event, this past two days, Thursday and Friday, and watched and listened to that scream when he gets hit. It's pretty great. I did not play with sound on. However, I am totally going to do that tomorrow because I want to hear that shit. Yeah, for sure. It'll be great. He also said he agrees that the game could use a min- that the menus music could use a refresh. Ooh. So there's a chance it could happen. And uh. let me tell you. If they change the whole music of the game to be as awesome as the yeah. ship cantina area to the whole cantina, oh, man, it would be great. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Sign me that up for be, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about the number of hours? I would literally put my phone on the counter. That's exactly what i Put the phone on the thinking. counter with the sound on and just let it roll. I think the, like the hours that people spend on the game, like that whole deal you know, that popped up a while back, I believe that counts hours, you know, the amount of time that your phone's just sitting there. So if you're listening to music, it would help that. So if y'all give us this super amazing, just sexy music to listen to, that's totally going to help the hour spent on my phone. Just saying. (laughs) Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I agree. So that was cool to see him there. 
I'm sure that any time anyone mentions music or sound, he'll pop up. So that was nice to see. Yep. But then we had our boy on this podcast, Cap Gasp, going in on Reddit like he always does. So he said that this Jedi – this is the funny thing. So this is where the whole catch me if you can thing happens. Where So someone mentioned that Jedi Sentinel would be coming – Someone said, asked if Jedi Sentinel would be coming as a playable character, and he said they just needed an attacker for the events, so they added him in there. And it said that if they were to release a new Jedi character, there's a lot of named ones still to go. So, of course, that meant everyone said, oh, cool, confirmed, new named Jedi coming soon. <laughs> of course, yeah. right? So his answer was... Uh, He's not confirming anything. He's just saying if it were to happen, you would see these uh, named Jedi yeah. and probably not some random person like Jedi Knight Sentinel or Jedi Knight Guardian. And I had two thoughts to that. First off, I love nameless characters. When they came out with Sith Trooper and Sith Assassin, I was stoked because in my head, there's some kind of association with unnamed characters and shipments where I'm like, oh, in three months – They'll probably be in shipments, and I can have them. <laughs> and, this, and my second thought was, give us Jedi Luke. So <laughs> I know you're laughing, but it's Why true. Why did that surprise me? Right? Hey, oh, an unnamed geez. character? Got to put them in a shipment. Come on. I can't disagree with you on that. That's a good point. <laughs> so this is the my cap gas post of the week. <laughs> Someone posted about the March login character, right? So they made a <laughs> post and in the post, it said, I guarantee I know who the March login character is. And then it went on to say that it's going to be Imbo because cap gas said there was an event for all of March and it was data mined that there was an event for Imbo. So he's saying it's Imbo guaranteed for March. And this is the single greatest cap gasp comment ever. So the the name of the post is, I guarantee I know the March login character. And cap gasp comment was, I guarantee you are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I laughed my ass off when I read that. That's pretty good. He's in the same first he com- in the same post. He also confirmed that with the update next week, it'll fix that. Oh, this is not what I was trying to say. I'm just reading right off the notes. Jeez. He said that there will not be an Imbo event. There is no Imbo event. That's why you can't trust data mines. There is not an Imbo event coming. Boo. So we want Imbo. <laughs> I want Imbo. But yeah. That's so that's why he said, I guarantee hat. you are wrong. I want one of those hats really bad. So do I. The boomerang hat? Yeah. Pretty cool. Badass. So what I was trying to say that was not the point I was actually making was <laughs> in the same post, he confirmed that in the update next week, it'll fix fix the calendar so that the Empire Emperor event is coming this month and not the Yoda like it currently says. So you might not know this because I know you have Yoda at seven stars, but... It says Yoda is coming this month instead of Emperor. So Emperor's missing and Yoda's there. And everyone was wondering, why is Yoda coming back when it's supposed to be Emperor? Well, something was screwed up. So 
now the uh, Emperor will be fixed with the quality of life update next week nice. to be coming back and not Yoda. And let's see. Someone said that it would be nice to have an option not to attack. And I agree. In certain situations, that would be cool. But just like Capgas said, and I would think that would cause far too many balancing problems in the game if that were to ever be implemented. I totally agree. So, like, you have to. I, I used to have the same opinion. Do something. You have but, to do something. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, that's. I think that's not a good idea. Although, like I said, I used to think that. I used to think it was a good idea, but it, it would. It would really throw off the balance of the game. Right. If you don't have to shoot Stormtrooper Han until his taunt is gone, yeah, you know. So if you just have really fast guys yep. that don't shoot Stormtrooper Han until his taunt is gone, there's a pretty good chance that, you know, they're not going to go as many times. Uh, so yep. that's just an example. But sure. another thing people mentioned was clones and their helmets. He said they're not likely to get helmets for clones unless they are created with them. Too hard to code in a toggle for the uh, for this aesthetic option. And someone also mentioned that, well, you could redo the, uh, what do you call it, the look of the character to have the helmets on. And he said that would take a lot of work and probably not something they're going to work on. So for those looking for hel- clones with helmets... Look for new clones with helmets because the your old ones, Fives, Cody, Echo, uh, Rex, they're not going to get helmets, more than likely. That so. makes me glad that I don't care about clones. You and me are on the opposite side of the fence right now because... We're always on the opposite side of the fence. Why are you surprised? <laughs> me and those clones. <laughs> I'm going in on those clones right now. I know. It's... Man, the they're great in Galactic War. Freaking they're Giggles great. is getting to your head, man. Come on. He's like, yeah, Giggles, man. We're going <laughs> being playing Giggles. So uh, let's go over these Sith, shall we? Because now we have played with them all, and I am excited for them. You know, I'm a little bit excited, too. Not going to lie. Dude, stoked. There's so many options um, as far as team comps and just general strategies. We're kind of going to cover some of our favorite things about the characters and ways to use them. Uh, Nihilus, we're going to talk a little bit more about and a little bit more generally because he's one of those, like, kind of... Damn. I What's the word? Uh... One of those characters Dapper. that people were really excited about. So yes. hyped. Hype. There it is. That's what I was looking for. The hype. The <laughs> hype. The hype is strong with this one. Um the hype is real. <laughs> okay, so what'd you think? We actually got to use them in the event. Uh, it was you know, obviously you get to use his leader ability. To some extent, you know, paired with another leader, Billy, which, you know, kind of makes things a little weird. But you got to use him. He was decently geared. His abilities were upgraded. What would you think? I'm going to say this, okay? If he didn't have Annihilate and he didn't have his leader ability, he would still be amazing. 
Like, I, I think I agree with you. Yeah. But the debuff basic and yeah. the adding cooldowns uh, AOE. Yes. That's all I need from him. I, I it, to- it's amazing. And then you add in the one shot kill and. Yeah. His leader ability is pretty cool. I don't know that I would use him as a leader, but... uh, You don't need to. Okay, imagine this. A little theory crafting going on in my head right now. His base speed is 120. Uh, What's a reasonable amount of speed that most people can add to a character? I mean, I I would think at this point, 80 speed would be pretty reasonable. I mean, like, most people can at least add 80 speed to a character, right? Yeah, at least one. Okay. That would, good, ta- mod, that would take him to 200 speed. That would get him going his first turn under a Maul's... Uh, well, you know, a Maul Zeta lead at 250 speed. Imagine this <laughs> guy going at 250 speed on his first turn, using his Drain Force, adding a cooldown to everybody. That is basically a one-turn ability block. I yeah, I, for sure. I like haven't heard if block. this is based on potency, like if you know if potency affects him adding a cooldown or not. I don't know if that's being operated like a debuff. If it's not, this is the best ability block in the entire game by far, and it's not close. Yeah, and it's three turns. It's not even that much. Like, literally, I didn't feel... I felt like whenever I wanted to use it, it was there. Yeah. Well, because one of those turns in between, you're definitely using Annihilate. So if you use Force Strain, you... It, in the scenario I was using, use them under a Malzade lead like people... You know, those are pretty common now. So mm-hmm. use him, make him fast. Force Strain, he goes early. He... Adds a cooldown to everybody, so you're not using any abilities on your first turn. You have to have a team that will somehow survive till the second turn before you can really do much of anything at all. And he's taken the cooldown of Annihilate already down to two because he uses a turn which knocks it down one. He takes five from the enemies. I mean, he's really interesting. Under a yeah, like lead, him. I think he's He's scary. got a really cool kit. Very cool kit. What I think's great about him is completely different. All the new characters oh, yeah, sure. lately have been really creative, very complex, and yet thought out, and somehow they seem to be really well balanced. I don't feel like he's overpowered in any way. No, because we ran... In the event, right? I don't know how it went for you, but let's say three, and this isn't modded, and he's not pushed speed throughout the butt in the event, but I was only getting Annihilate once in the event in three tiers, or three stages. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, maybe I wasn't. I was saving it to use on Krennic. So maybe I would have got more, but yeah, it didn't feel like it was something that was going to happen a whole ton of times. Like in an arena battle, you're probably going to only annihilate one once. Yes. Or if it lasts a little longer than usual, 
like those stall teams, then probably twice. I don't see it happening three times. Yeah. Well, and right after you use Annihilate, you're going to use Force Strain again. So, I mean, but at that point, you're not getting more than four. So, yeah, the odds of you getting to use it a second time are pretty slim, but... Yeah, and I think that's something that people forgot about when they're talking about this ability where okay it kills one instantly but they're only it only goes down from an eight turn cooldown from drain force and if there's less people to drain force from you're not going to be pulling down as many of that cooldown not to mention there was clarity this week that drain force will not remove cooldown from annihilate more than once per character you increase cooldowns on so at the very most you can do is bring it down by five on your first drain force yep so like if you did it to yoda you're not going to get you know yeah uh, three turn cooldowns or three cooldowns so yeah he's cool i like him how cool is the animation on annihilate too that was badass. The first time Huge I fan. saw it, I thought that my game had froze. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Because he just kind of like... Yeah. It, it was crazy. It looked like a Tron to me. It looked like he had left a trail behind him as he went and slapped this guy oh, yeah. into the hell. The yep. purgatory or whatever you want to say. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, last week... But even the Drain Force uh, animation looks amazing. Yeah, and they, it, they're all really it good. It feels long, but it's really not. So, like, once he pulls all the the souls out of the people or whatever, it immediately hits the it hits the AOE once it hits his hand, and then it's over. Yep. So it, it, it seems like a long one, but I doubt it's any longer than Sidious's AOE, you know? Well, it starts out slow, and then it's over really quickly. It's, you know. Yeah. And it yeah. just looks great. Yep. So, Yeah. I like him. He's cool. He's got some cool stuff going on. For sure. So, um, yeah, Nihilus is super awesome. And uh, he's pretty tanky. Like we already said, he's got 120 speed, 45% potency. He's, I mean, as far as health, I mean, the dude's, you combine health and protection, he's at 58,000 health and protection combined, which is a, Pretty nice number. He's not going to be easy to kill by any way, shape, or form. His attacks aren't super strong. He's, I mean, he's not a heavy hitter, but he's annoying because he basically, basically has an AOE ability block, and he will remove someone from the board. Um, yeah, I was saying, let's be honest, every eight turns, he's the hardest hitter in the game. I'm kinda, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, at least, for sure. Well, one thing I am kind of curious about, I know it says the ability can't be evaded. I wonder if that affects Foresight also, and I also wonder how the AI will use Annihilate, because that will really affect how good he is on defense. Like, is it going to use it on someone that has half health, or is it going to use somebody, or use it on somebody that has full health and protection that so that you're getting the most... You're Bang for your buck. HP. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bang for your buck. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I think those are two really big questions that need to be answered before we really figure out how good this guy is in arena. 
for sure. You know he's going to be great as an attacker. Now how great is he going to be AI defense? So we got a question in Discord from somebody in our guild regarding Darth Nihilus and how good he could possibly be in, was it Phase 3, I believe? Uh, Bedor from our guild. He wants to know about theory crafting on Nihilus in Phase 3 of the AAT with a Palp lead, TIE Fighter Pilot, Stormtrooper Han, and just another tank. So, if you haven't heard, they announced that Annihilate, it will basically do 100,000 damage to a raid boss. Which is huge. It's, I mean, it gives enough damage for that to actually be worthwhile, but... Yes, it does, yeah. but the problem is the cooldown. Now, the It's th- not going to th- work good on Rancor at all. Because it's going to be worth drain force on one person is going to reduce. I don't even know if it's going to increase the cooldown of a rancor to bring the cooldown of annihilate down. So he's probably not going to be worth it in rancor. Now, phase three of the tank, maybe you have those six droids. If you can reduce it by six, take it from eight turn cooldown to a two turn out two-turn cooldown, and then if you factor in that turn additionally, it'll be one turn. You're getting to where you're using Annihilate pretty quickly. I could totally see the appeal of it there. I don't know that that's any faster than what TIE Fighter Pilot can do or how much longer he can last if you're using another tank. But with, like, he suggested... A Stormtrooper Han that's, you know, giving turn meter to everybody. If you can get this guy going pretty quick and maybe get a couple turns in, I mean, you can do a couple hundred thousand damage pretty quickly with Nihilus. The only problem with that is, gotta be seven stars. And yeah, that's going to cost you. At least for the first three months. For the first three months. This is totally true, yes. Yeah. Anyway, I, we are pro Nihilus. Very well done. Super awesome character. Great animations. Not overpowered. Really well balanced from what we can tell. Time will tell. Questionable about how good he'll be in arena. And could be pretty annoying with a Mal uh, Zeta lead if he's sped up to use the ability block. Mm hmm. I agree. He will be. I'm really loving that debuff basic. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because Kaigon Jin for the oh, Kaigon yeah. Jin longest time on my team for the debuff totally for turn true. cooldown. Yeah, and then here we go with that. You know, it's so uh, the buff removal is should not be taken lightly. Nope, not at all. Totally true. Let's talk about Sith Trooper. This guy is pretty wicked looking, ain't he? You know, I love the way he looks. And there, there's a been lot some of people controversy. In yeah. Don't like the way he looks. Now, the one thing I can say about him is his helmet is flat and it looks like it should have some kind of density to it, but 
other than that, I think it looks good. Just might need to, because uh, it looks like on the front there it has air pock air some kind of air cleansing thing on it, and it's just flat. He looks Maybe like it a needs pig. Density to. He, he does kind of look like a pig. I, I don't know why I think he looks like a pig, but he looks like a pig. But he looks like a badass pig. He kind of looks like they took the, uh, the Dude, guys he's buff from... as shit. What, you he, look at his upper body. He's compared to his lower he's, body. He's Jack, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 fair. Yeah. Sorry, you're saying he looks like what mixed with what? No, he. It kind of looks like they took the skin off of the Gamorrean guards from Phase One of the Rancor, and just kind of reskinned him. Like he kind of no. has that same build, you know. And he's got Boba's backpack on. Yeah. <laughs> I never noticed never, never noticed that Yeah, I kept looking through all the characters To see who wore a helmet And had the same type of backpack To see if it was just like A quick reskin of someone But no one really Is uh, the same way as him Yep So So Something you Kind of find in all these characters Is the ability to ignore protection, which is super interesting with the Bobas and Kylos and Jins and all these characters that get protection back. This guy actually has two abilities that ignore protection. His basic ability ignores protection. His Crimson Barrage, which is his special, ignores protection. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, he's There's a AOE, so special is guaranteed to ignore protection, and is basic ignores protection if they're debuffed. If they're debuffed, yes, that is correct. But if you're using this guy, you want to be using him with probably either a Molid or somebody that buffs Sith characters, maybe even Emperor Palpatine, you're probably going to be using him on a buff base or a, sorry, not buff, a debuff base team. So Mm -hmm. more than likely it's going to ignore their protection. If he's in there with Vader, there's no chance he's not ignoring protection. And I think uh, Savage is going to be really good with this guy too. I think you will... I think if you see Sith Trooper, there's a good chance you'll see Savage. Totally. Like this guy and Sith Assassin together with a Savage and maybe like Vader and Nihilus. Yeah. That's a pretty sick team. Especially if you can take a good dude with 40,000 protection and 20,000 health. If you can chip that health down to 10,000. And then just finish them off with yep. 40,000 protection with Savage. That just kills all of that. It's the, the idea of that combo in my head just sounds so amazing. Yep. It's ridiculous. I totally agree. Just basically says, fuck you to, well, <laughs> I, I should say that. It basically says, screw your protection and uh, it's gone. It didn't matter. And uh, you're dead. Yep. Totally agree. And what's really cool about Sith Trooper is the way he gains buffs. Anytime a Sith ally uses his ability or anytime one falls below 50% health, 
he'll gain defense up if he already has that. He'll gain taunt if he already has that. He'll gain retribution. And he also gains defense up for two turns at the start of the encounter. So, at the Along start... Along with his automatic 100% defense from his unique. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's defense up you while you have 100% defense. Uh, if you're using a Sith team, this guy is going to protect them like crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's probably going to get retribution pretty damn quickly if you're using a Sith team with this guy. He's he's, gonna he's be good. pretty interesting. He's- and so he has twenty six thousand health and another twenty nine thousand five hundred protection. So he's not easy to get through. I mean, that's, what, 55 five total HP? Throw, throw three 20-something I mean, percent protection mods on this dude. Yes. You're easily looking at 70 to 80. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so, a total pain in the ass. He's slow. Beefcake. I mean, he could be no out... No he's so slow. He could be outran by a tortoise, no doubt about it. Speed's 95. He's... I mean, he's slow as shit, but <laughs> wow! But he's pretty hardy. That just so. means that just means his taunts last long. Hell so yeah, that's whatever. true. That's exactly yeah. That's yeah. yeah. No, this guy is really interesting. Uh, I I mean, the, the ignoring the protection thing, I think, is really going to be huge, and especially if you're talking about like a. I'm really interested to see how people use him because, like, under a nihilist lead where he has the plus 60% offense or, you know, if he has a high crit chance or something, I mean, if you're doing a lot of damage to just their health and completely bypassing the protection, I mean, it's going to be a great way to kill characters and set up Savage for that death kill because, as you know, he will always use that ability if somebody's below that mark, so... And here's a little more theory crafting on him for you. Okay. So with the taunt now, you can also stealth. So he's the only Sith tank. So if he stealths while he's taunting under a Darth Maul Zeta lead, he is now a tank with an ass ton of health that cannot be crit. Ooh. So... Have fun breaking through all that Ooh. health and protection Ooh. if he's taunted and stealthed. There's some Darth or yeah, Darth Maul leads on my team. Shut up. Don't give me any ideas. I don't like that. <laughs> my team Maybe is entirely based on critical. Like good. that's I I don't bode well for me at all. Jeez. Yeah. yeah this guy was... will work really well under a Darth Maul Zeta lead for that. Yes. That's interesting. So, I hadn't thought about that. Nice. Yeah. Oh. It's nuts. Well, I didn't think about it till today, and it was mentioned in Discord. I can't remember who said it, but, yeah, it's uh, that's pretty big for him. Yeah, for Since sure. Tebow is being fixed. Tebow's fix really influences these guys. Oh, so. big time. That's huge. That might be the best thing about Sith Trooper is the fact that he fixes Tebow. Yeah, him and her, him and and her in Sith Assassin. Yep, was also pretty awesome in her own right. 
and considered by a lot of people the best of the three. Yeah, for sure. Well, so what she do? Speaking of Sith Assassin, um, how about we just like cock tease everybody and uh, make them wait till next week? I like it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, the best of the three. You're not going to hear about them to next week. Exactly. We've gone we've, really. We've gone really long. We've been drinking. We're kind of tired. So we've already taken up enough of your time. I this mean, week. Jesus. We're. I mean, we're almost at an hour and forty minutes. I mean, how long can you really <laughs> listen to us? I'm sure that if you're listening to this, this is probably like, you know, your fourth break on this podcast because of how long we've gone on this thing. So, <laughs> sincerely. Sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts, we are terribly sorry for making you just continue to listen to this crap. But eh, you have to wait till next week. On the flip side, thank you for making it this far. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, if you're hearing, yeah, yeah, if you're hearing us ramble about this stuff, then thank you. But the good news is, go ahead. I you. I was going to say, the good news is the patch has already been confirmed to be coming out next week. Yes! So, Very right? exciting. I'm in. Yeah. I'm down. So whatever's in those patch notes that we did not talk about this week, we will go over those next week. Along Absolutely. with Sith Assassin and uh, some other good stuff for you. So For sure. We look forward to uh, hanging out with you again next week. And thanks for listening this week. And what I was going to say is, if you listen this far, you obviously somewhat enjoy listening to podcasts. And if you obviously enjoy it that much that you listen to us for this long, jump on iTunes, give us a review, let us know what you think. If you have any questions, shoot them our way. If we get good questions, we love talking about them on the show. We don't get them very often, so we don't do that very often. But that would be fun to do a little bit more often, if you get what I'm saying. Um, oh yeah, totally. Hit us up if on we got Reddit. A slow week, for sure. Absolutely. Throw up a Reddit Reddit post asking for questions. I would yep. love to answer questions. Yeah, we love questions. So much fun. Yeah. So, so uh, on that note, we're going to get the hell out of here. We're going to let you get back to your lives. And until next week, later. <laughs> later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the Force be with you.